Good evening. This is Sabrina Marie, host of the Building Abundant Success Series. Our spotlight is on finances. What will our DNA blueprint be changed and or transformed to in 2024? Well, my guest, Judy Wilkins-Smith. She's a highly regarded family pattern and systemic work in Constellation Expert. She has worked with Fortune 500 companies like Chevron and J.P. Morgan, Kellogg, as well as ExxonMobil. We talk about the DNA blueprint surrounding not only our personal relationships with money, but just money and manifesting in our business world and personal life. Judy and I are coming at you with this awesome topic starting right now. Okay, well, um, first of all, welcome back to the show. I wanted to talk this session, since you've been on before, talking about generational blueprints. We have a lot in the business world of people who kind of get stuck and they plateau. And talking about money, it's not just money. It's, of course, the mindset behind the making of the business success. I wanted you to talk about that. How are these blueprints that we develop, our beliefs, environment, people that we tend to attract unconsciously, (laughs) um, how are they keeping us back? So what happens is, because you've developed this particular, mon- and let's look at the money mindset or the way that you've built the business, uh, you tell yourself a whole lot of things. And what you want to understand is where do these things come from? What have I told? How have I told myself these stories? Is it because I watched someone or I don't want to do it like, or am I simply repeating the pattern that came before? And so, of course, that begins to then form a framework um, or a mindset that becomes a pattern that then becomes what you think is the truth. And so now you've got a lens through which you view everything. And anything that doesn't fit into that lens or that mindset, you can't see. Wow. That's um, That's amazing. With the world transforming, we have businesses that have been around for a century or so, and the people who are running it see it, of course, differently than the founders. And you get um, the news anchors and other people saying, hmm, they were the game changer back in their day. They should be on board with, um, you know, today's times. Well, not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily. It really depends. If you're going to be a game changer or you're going to be a change agent, then you want to look at is this going to be a good change agent? Um, and you want to, you've got to acknowledge what began it all. Because if you don't, you will lose the DNA of, of, uh, what started the business. And then you can find it just, you'll certainly find a business that doesn't have a sense of direction. So you, you want to keep some of those threads intact and you want to acknowledge source and wisdom as well as then adding wings because each one needs the other. I agree. I agree. We have a lot of women 
going into business. A lot of, um, say, millennials and alphas, they are going into business rather than just going into the corporate world and just getting a job. The mindset and the money, people, they say it, but they don't get the blueprint that they have to, I guess, travel the maze through to get to that success and sustain it. That's the main thing, sustain it. What do you say to what we are going through as a society, just the evolution of a lot of things that we're seeing? We're seeing Sears. Say Sears was the Amazon of its time. Look what's going on with it. Look what look at what's going on with some of the businesses that are going out of business. Um, we don't know exactly why, but I believe blueprints and DNA have a lot to do with vision and you know creating. As yes, world. they do. Yes, they do. And it's also a question of am I um, as a, as a business person. Again, am I repeating the pattern or am I changing the pattern? But even if I'm changing the pattern, it's with gratitude or acknowledgement to what came before. It may even be that what came before was not particularly nice, but it still created the reason for you to now go in the direction you're going in. So, again, they're, they're always in service of each other. There's not one that was bad and useless. Even bad is useful. Wow. Stress that. People don't understand that the lessons that you learn when something doesn't go your way could be very, very much. And catapult you forward. Exactly. It, you know, I think if we look at society as a whole at the moment, we're not looking. That's number one. Number two, we don't self-responsibilize. So we don't take responsibility for our successes, for our failures, and, and both of those. We think if we got successful, we were lucky, or maybe we do think we worked hard, but we don't also have a look at why when we do. Why are we failing when we fail? And until well. we do that, until we're willing to open our eyes and say, where did this come from? How is it affecting me and what one thing can I do to change it? We're going to find ourselves in a bit of a mess. But again, even a mess has an opportunity. So at any time, you can choose to change that. You mentioned in your book that many generations um, can, not everybody does, but we tend to judge uh, the beliefs of one generation as being weak or whatever, not understanding the evolution that they brought to bring us to now. How can yes. we better respect maybe ways we don't understand? But well, yeah, you know, one of the things is if you're looking at that is to actually look at what did they add what value did they add? And what do we want to not do the same? Because that is still adding value, because it's teaching you. And what do we want to do differently? But it's when we look with eyes of wisdom rather than judgmental eyes that we begin to move. Baby steps. 
baby Every steps, step. but also respecting what came before because it's very, it's all very well to call it wrong, but most generations did the best they could with what they had. And sometimes they did the worst. But okay, you still don't need to judge it. You can then say, you may not have done it brilliantly. Maybe we have a different way, but thank you. People laugh when I say sometimes you've got to say thank you for showing me how to not do it. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, because we, we have so many things that have evolved over the last hundred Say 150 years, technology, businesses, and uh, enterprises as we know them today. And even the Internet and AI and other things are, are just evolving. I had read an article about, there was a woman, it's actually a woman in the early 60s who predicted the uh, cell phone. You know, oh, she wow. was telling everybody, Hey, this all this technology that we see in bulk is going to be in our pocket, and <laughs> people laughed. <laughs> people laughed, but it's true. It's true. So every every step, um, every old television show where you see a, an old computer or a car yeah. that you needed to crank, <laughs> yeah, um, we've evolved. The DNA and blueprint of those people kind of move things along. Money-wise, though, we have the corporates now. A lot of our neighborhoods have become corporate. We don't have a lot of the mom-and-pop stores and um, unless you go to some rural towns. The money print that people have of trying to succeed, money is the root of all evil you know poor money it really is not it they say that love of money is the root of all evil it's not true lust of money maybe love of money no that suggests that you respect it you understand its place and you use it wisely that is not the root of all evil i agree i agree that uh, money we've been taught that Yep. You know, by society, you're too greedy, or if you hear a corporate takeover and somebody does badly, oh, well, they're just greedy, or they're just whatever. But that's ingrained. Very much. It's a meta pattern, and it's a meta multi-generational pattern. Well, if they got something, they must have done it wrong, because I mean, no, yeah, you're not allowed to have money. And... Funnily enough, people who do have money still struggle with that if they haven't worked through it because they'll try and give it away or lose it or feel guilty or apologize. And why do you think they need to apologize? Well, because I've got money, I've got more money than you, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, did you work for it? Did you get there? Were you, I don't care. Were you lucky? You did something that created that money. So why not enjoy it and why not do what you want to do with it and do great good if you want to, but don't apologize for it. What do you say to lottery winners and others who come into the money, but within months, that money is completely gone? Once that money is done, um, I would wonder 
if you've got somebody who does win the lottery or has a lot of money and it disappears, I would wonder who you are emulating because somebody else in the family did that. They won and lost or they had and lost. Which one are you duplicating and maybe it's time to not do that? Hmm. Yeah, because we mentioned that DNA and blueprints and money and success can go from generation to generation. Absolutely. And losing it can go from generation to generation. Uh, you have a look around. I always say to people when they say, oh, I win, I lose, I win, I lose. And, and I say to them, whose formula is that, yours or a generation before you? Hmm. Interesting. In the work that you do, what do you see in this area? Um, what, in the area of money? And money manifesting, maintaining, and those who ah, okay. get in that cycle of losing. So, uh, first of all, maintaining is, is um, an interesting one because maintaining and losing. Maintaining means taking a step up and being responsible for what's happening. But often people who have got what they call ill-gotten gain will find a way to give it away. Hmm. So I see that quite a lot. Somebody who makes it and then loses it and can't understand why until we look at, at the family patterns and figure out, oh, yeah, grandfather lost his at the same time. I must too. Mm. And are they consciously aware that this is a pattern? Not until we go looking, but once they are aware, that changes a whole lot of things because now they know they can do it differently, and that's the purpose of patterns. purpose of patterns is to bring your attention to what's not been resolved. And once it is, the pattern no longer needs to be there. Wow. In the cycles of success, the people who were able to continue to build on their financial uh, game and really one up that game, I was going to ask you about environment. We talked a little bit about that personally last time, but does that have a lot to do with the sustaining of that monetary success? Really what has to do with the sustaining is the conscious choice. It is always about the choice. Well, sometimes it's not so conscious because people will say, I'm never going to do it like, but they don't realize they've made a choice. It's the choices we make that are going to lead us one way or the other. And people go, well, you can't say that because sometimes you don't have great choices. Yes, but you still have choice. And eventually those those choices will lead in one direction or the other. You're mentioning choice. And there's a lot of poo-pooing on this positive thinking and, and, and intention, etc. But there's a science to this. I wanted you to explain a bit about that. Do you mean the science of choice? Choice and positive uh, thinking, oh, absolutely. Attention. Yeah, because Being again, what, what, you're, yeah, what you're doing there is you're creating a lens and you're creating pathways, which means you can 
see opportunity. You can see that, that there are, are ways to go. If you don't do that positive piece, well, you're going to go the other way. But choices ultimately will lead to outcomes because you're creating that lens through which you view everything. So anything that doesn't fit into the box, you're going to go, nope, and out it goes. And, yeah, that's very well studied. Oh, wow. You just hit on something. We have been programmed, and if it doesn't fit in with what our DNA, if we don't change that negative DNA in that area, we'll continue to repeat that pattern, or we will sabotage our uh, gains. Absolutely we will, because we want to stay in harmony with the system, even though we don't know that's what we're doing. Wow. Um, when people say positive thinking, I wanted to get back on that because people say, oh, you just can't wish and think. I was talking to somebody from The Secret, the the movie that was so popular over a decade ago, and right. they were thinking, oh, you can't just go on just intention. you got to put action behind it. They're right. They're absolutely right. You can sit and... and uh, on the lotus blossom and meditate for many days, but until you take some steps, um, you mm-hmm. may be sitting meditating on that lotus blossom. Now, that's it. That's it. Yes, the brain is absolute, or, or we are absolutely able to manifest without having to put in as much effort as we do. But first, you've got to learn what that looks like. And that is that is not just patterns. That is you moving beyond the pattern and into manifesting in a very different way. Okay. However, so, most of us are not going to get there, or many of us are not going to get there. However, with the patterns and the way that I describe them, if you're willing, most of not all of us will get there. You will get there. People think to be, um, I guess, spiritual, whether it be their religion or upbringing, it's greedy to want any level of monetary success and stability. And many people get stuck in that because of, you know, culture, environment, religion. Family system. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes, they do, because that, again, is a meta-pattern. We've been taught that it's greedy to want, or never mind money, it's greedy to want. Now, here's a small fact. Nothing in the world happens without want, literally. You don't even feed yourself without want. True. That's how we evolve. True. And... The intention of wanting more or manifesting and being a blessing to others because you have yet abundance that you're seeking, um, you've got to sustain not only the possibility, but you have to have a plan. You have to not only know your unconscious thoughts and want to change, it, it really comes down to how bad do you want it. Oh, yeah. You've got to want it. With, 
You've got to want it with your head, your heart, and your gut, and you've got to not quit. It's called activating your don't quit factor. Now, and it's super, it's super my, important. Uh-huh. The mindset of, of abundance. Um, what are some things that in your work you help? Because I know you deal with corporate businesses. And to be even, even be there and stay there in any, any level of success, <laughs> you've got to play at a different game, a different level. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the first things is you've got to show up. And people don't always understand what that means. It means if you've got a headache, you don't not show up. If you're feeling like you're not on today, you don't not show up. That is a very definite... People who are successful show up. They show up even when they're not feeling at the top of their game. They show up. And because they show up, they grow up. In that statement that you mentioned, people, they're in the game. I, I was watching one of the sports shows, I think it was football, and there was a guy there who was benched, and he he looked like he was bandaged up and, and whatnot. And one of the people say, so um, we're surprised that uh, you're even here. And he goes, you know, I'd rather, much rather be around and in the game than not. Right. Uh, that's real commitment. <laughs> no, that's, that's what you're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. doesn't matter how badly he's been bumped. He's still showing up. And You've you got really to have to want that. Up. Yep, you really have to want that. And many people will say, well, that sounds like, you know what, that sounds too hard. Okay, how much harder is it when you're sitting struggling because you didn't show up? I always say to people, it might be hard, but imagine the life that you're giving up on. Wow, that's powerful. That's real powerful in showing up because many people, when they aren't feeling well or they, they think they're doing the people that they were supposed to be with a favor. Oh, they wouldn't want yeah. me there. I'd be much more of a bother if I was there, you know, you know that kind of thing. Uh, yep, not not true. But it's the rational lies they tell themselves. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a really useful tool to use so you can duck. But unfortunately, yeah, no, that's not the truth. If you really want something, you've got to commit to it. And you've got to start teaching your brain what it needs to know to be able to help you. How are affirmations and having an accountability coach uh, important. I mean, you do very important work at the corporate CEO level. How important is it for people at that level to have coaches and people around them so they stay focused and fresh? It's crucial. They're building their inner team. Um, visionary leaders, inspirational leaders, your top-level leaders have coaches. They know that they can't uh, think all the thoughts. They need somebody they can think them out with. 
They know that they need somebody to hold them accountable. They know they need someone to to run things by. They know that they're that above all, they know that for them to for their team to grow, they have to grow. So they have to keep growing, and and they will do it. Those are your top top leaders. Yeah, they say if you don't innovate, you'll evaporate. I love that. I may just steal that shamelessly. <laughs> Yeah, it's absolutely true. I always tell people if you're not growing, you're slowing. Yeah, that's why many of our institutions that were pioneers at a time, they kind of become, they plateau. They don't love it. They become complacent. And you don't want to be complacent. Uh, if you're complacent, there's somebody looking over your shoulder. Oh, well, oh, yeah. They're looking to see if they can not only emulate what you've done, but go farther, and they want to wait until they feel that, oh, well, they're just going to coast for a while. Let's show them this. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. When you do your work, because we talked about um, emotional DNA and generations, I understand that when you're starting an enterprise, you're at one level. Take, for instance, and I'll just use Walmart, for instance. We had a whole bunch of stores doing hardware and different things, but then you've got the game game changer of Walmart about 25 years ago that really became an explode. Those businesses that were also alongside the Walmarts, sort of fell by the wayside. I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing new innovative businesses, just new ways of implementing those services, whether they be online, international, e-commerce is big. Um, What do you say to the evolution of what we're seeing right now in AI? I think AI is is one of those things that is going to be a bit like the computer um, where people said it was the devil's work and all sorts of things. You can make the devil's work out of anything if you want to, but it can also be extremely useful. Should we be careful? Yes, only because we want to, you want to know what it is that you're driving. If you're in a Ferrari, you don't just get in a Ferrari and go. They give you lessons for that. Right. So I think mm-hmm. that AI is going to be a very, very useful uh, creature. That's a good way of actually seeing new technology and be able to at least see hope, not only for the present, but the future. Money exactly. DNA, though, um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about that where generations are concerned and that plateau. Uh, on my show, we have people who wonder, wow, I came to a certain city and my business thrived. But they know that that audience for what they're doing, it's not there now. But they're scared to make that move. Oh, yeah. And so then what? when people are like that, they need to ask themselves, what is my biggest fear? Has it in fact already happened? Did I survive it? 
What do I need to do to adapt? Because if I don't, I'm stuck. Who else in the family was stuck? How do I do something different? Hmm. Yeah, because just because something worked for you 10 years ago, 15, 5, even 2 years ago, um, you may have to tweak what you're doing. Very often what got you here won't get you there. Say that again. That's a, that's powerful. <laughs> yep. What got you here won't get you there. It's, yeah, you can't be a one-trick pony. You've got to keep evolving. In other words, you've got to keep wanting, which is what we were speaking about earlier, and you've got to put your heart and soul into it. Yeah. yeah and what we a worthy People do best when they start realizing that they're their own adventure and it was there all along. Wow. And many people don't give themselves that kind of credit. No, because they're taught they're worthless and stupid and so they believe it. Hmm. I wanted to ask you this in ending our... uh, interview, you've got people who say in the corporate and regular world, they want the best and the brightest. And you get that college kid or that new employee or somebody from a vocational school or somebody who just has the talent naturally. And they're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to get in there and make a great difference in the world. But those people over them put them in their place the very thing they say they wanted they get you in there but you get beat down what do you say to that person I say to that person it doesn't matter how often you get beaten down if you're doing something and it's causing that change it but if it's simply because you're young blood it's fine Keep finding the value that is of value now because at some point the system's going to go, wait a bit, that's intriguing. And then you'll get yours. And also remember, you've got to be able to support a boss because if you can't, you won't be supportable when you are the boss. Wow. Wow. Now that, that's a nugget people should take forward. Last year, you were talking about your cruise and your um, business in, in, I think it was Walt Disney World. Do you still do yeah, that? And what is your schedule looking like in 2024? Uh, I did do that. Um, I did one. That, I've just finished a, a, a Money DNA one down in Orlando. Um, I will be doing another one coming, at, well, actually three. There will be one probably in April, one in about June, and then we will be doing Fear to Success, the money DNA of Fear to Success, at least not the money DNA, the DNA of Fear to Success. Where does your fear come from? How does it um, harm your success? How do we flip that? Awesome. Now, what are the dates for these events? I cannot tell you off the top of my head. I... I know they're at my website. Um, I think it's last 
Let me see if I can quickly have a look. Uh, I know they're up there. At the moment, it's it's a little busy, so um, I don't have I don't have them on hand all the time. Well, that's fine. Um, what is your website? Website is Judy Wilkins Dash Smith dot com. Awesome. Great work you're doing, and a great conversation as always. Is there anything you want to leave us with? Yes, I really do. Can you please, in 2024, make it a challenge to do one thing differently that makes a positive difference in your world because it will then make a positive difference in the worlds of others? Yes. I'll commit to that. (laughs) Great. And I want to hear all the stories. Awesome. We want you to have a great holiday. What are your plans? Are you going to have a big family to do or just oh, get I'm away? On my way. I'm on my way tomorrow morning to see my brother for the first time in four years, and we will be meeting at Disney World. Awesome. I know you'll have a great time. I'm going to have a blast. Amen. Thanks so much for being with us again. You're invited back anytime. And I will come back anytime you ask me. Thank you so much. We'll look forward to seeing you or maybe the first quarter of uh, 2024. That sounds fantastic. And have a lovely festive season. You too. You've been listening to Building Abundant Success with Sabrina Marie. Copyright December 13th, 2023.